So back between November and December of last year, the MCU released another one of their shows on Disney+, Plus. Uh, these tie-in shows that they've been doing. Uh, Hawkeye, which ended right around the time that Spider-Man uh, No Way Home was coming out. And I have this you know thing with these shorter shows that I just wait for them all to be done, and then I, and then I just binge them. So... I saw Spider-Man before I watched Hawkeye, so very recently I had finally gotten to sit down and watch the six episodes of Hawkeye to kind of get myself up to date, you know, make sure I'm caught up with all parts of Phase 4, and I do know that this is going to be uh, an important part of it simply because of the fact that, I mean, I've said this in numerous entries before, this is a, another torch-passing kind of step forward in what they're trying to do so we're only halfway through of phase four phase four is the longest phase of all of them so far and it's incorporating uh, at least 10 different films six of which are already out one that, that still doesn't even have an announcement or anything but that teaser image we got in a trailer back at the end of 2020 i believe it was and then they have all of these shows that have been coming out as well. Uh, Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then Hawkeye. One of the few things that is probably canon amongst everything else, uh, unlike uh, What If or the other possible um, shows they have coming out. I don't know exactly what, uh, what the date is for many other things, but including Moon Knight and Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, all of those things they're coming out with, they're all introductory things all introductory shows to introduce us to the next level of characters i do believe miss marvel is probably going to come out vastly before the marvels movie which is the sequel to captain marvel in 2023 so i, I believe that's slated for sometime to the end of the year moon knight is pushing forward i believe that's sometime within the next couple of months and these are those are introductory shows now the hawkeye show is exactly what WandaVision was, what Black Widow was, it's these torch-passing these torch-passing steps that they're taking for Phase 4. WandaVision is basically finally giving Wanda Maximoff like, the push in her character development and creating the Scarlet Witch. Then you have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which re-established the Winter Soldier's character and turned the Falcon into the new Captain America, because there is no Captain America. And then Loki was an introduction to the uh, the, multi the multiverse in a way with the time traveling stuff as well, and that was an introduction into that realm, which is probably what a lot of other things are going to be presenting moving forward, including a lot of what Spider Man No Way Home showed us and what Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness is going to show us as well this year. Uh, so Hawkeye is essentially just saying, you know, okay. I'm no longer going to do this because, you know, I've done my part. I'm getting old. I want to be with my family and I want to be safe. So they introduce Kate Bishop. Uh, the thing is, is that it's it's done very well for how short it is. And I do appreciate uh, how short they're making the shows because it's it's kind of, and I've, I've definitely said this before in other, in other entries, it's kind of this area of, you know, we have a certain thing we want to tell. And a two-hour movie isn't going to do enough. But a long 10, 12-hour season of a show is too much. So it's kind of like when a writer 
has a story that can't be a novel because it's too short, but that it's also too long to be a short story. So they have what's called a novella, and that's kind of what I'm starting to see a lot of these shows are. They're all kind of novellas in the overall uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe storyline. They're all part of this this Phase 4 idea of pushing these new characters, giving themselves enough time to tell the story, but not too much where these shows are too long and they're not getting the point across. And that's the thing when it comes to even a show like Hawkeye, is that it tells the story it needs to tell. There's nothing in it that's extra. There's nothing in it that is missing because all it essentially is is moving the story forward. It's almost like filler storyline. I'm not going to say that Hawkeye's a bad character. I'm not going to say that I wish that this wasn't some sort of thing where the torch passing sequence where we're not going to see him anymore and we're going to see the new character of Kate Bishop. I know that's something that has to happen because the, him as the actor, it just it it's suiting, you know, and all of these characters are slowly moving out. You have the uh, the growing age of Captain America and how he stuck back in the 1920s and left himself there and then grew really old and the death of Black Widow, the death of Tony Stark. Uh, we have Thor Love and Thunder, which is basically the the torch passing of Thor to um, what I believe is going to be the Kate Winslet character. I, for, I forget her name off the top of my head right now, but that's going to torch pass over that. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which is coming out later this year, that's going to torch pass over to, I'm pretty certain they're going with the storyline of the sister taking over the mantle because they're choosing not to recast uh, Chadwick Bossman, which is fantastic. I think that's great. Uh, we have Falcon and Ironheart, which is going to be the new Iron Man. We have She-Hulk, which is going to take over, I'm pretty certain, for the Incredible Hulk. I don't know how much Bruce Banner is going to play as what his role is going to be once this show airs, when they're done with everything. We have introductions of new characters like Moon Knight and Miss Marvel, and uh, we have continuations of Ant-Man and the Wasp, and continuations with Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange. Then we also have other introductions of what we're hoping to see as far as the Fantastic War, the, the Fantastic Four, Ironheart, and continuing the story with James Brody as War Machine in the Armor Wars. So. There's so much going on, and there's so much that is moving forward, and I think, truthfully speaking, when it comes to what they have planned between the five phases that are listed, they they still haven't announced anything for phase six, but between one, two, and three, they had a continuous building story and universe building. And from what it looks like, it's not even just that phase four is all just about torch passing and the introduction of new characters. It, it's almost like filler episodes, and it's like a, a show on the WB, almost like a, an Arrow or a Supernatural, where they're 24, 25 episodes long, but a lot of the things in the middle are just very minor offset stories that play very minimal roles in what the overall story arc of a season would be. And that's kind of what I'm getting the feeling of when it comes to Phase 4. You know, yes, we're having a lot of tremendous films that are coming out between, between Spider-Man and Shang-Chi and these fantastic shows like WandaVision and Loki. These are all good, and they're all very, very great stories. And they're good even as singular stories if they weren't playing a role in an overall grand scheme of things. But it is. It, it is meant to play this huge role. And the storytelling was very different 
in the first three phases. They were telling these stories to not just establish characters, but also to establish this universe. And I feel like a lot of this isn't really taking the same route. They're doing a lot of what phase one, two, and three did, but crammed into this one phase, which is why it's so long. It's 10 or 11 films long, almost 15 shows long, and all of these are meant to tie in. And that's a lot to do when you're talking about what it took to get the story we ha- we already have. Three phases and 22, 23 films is a lot. And just this by itself with 11 films, half of what three phases was, and 14 shows. Something that if you broke it down into films, a lot of these shows are probably the equivalent of two or three movies, you know, time-wise. That's a lot of content that they're pushing through. And it doesn't seem like... The, it seems like the only cohesiveness is what's pushing for the multiverse, the time traveling, the introduction of new characters, the torch passing of old characters, saying goodbye to those old characters that we didn't get a chance to say goodbye to, and showing us what is going to be leading forward. And that's to me, is, is filler content. You know, we're, we're, we're introducing characters that are going to make a difference later on, and maybe it's just the idea of seeing it in this crammed notion. Like when you look up phase four content and you look at that list between film and TV shows, it is vastly outweighing any other list for any other phase. You look up a phase three list. It's literally just whatever films were in the phase three storyline, which ended with far from home and started with civil war. And that's 11 of the 22 films right there. So Out of the 22, 23 films, however many there were off the top of my head, I can't remember, but out of those films that are part of the Infinity Saga, out of these films that are just Phase 3, the other 11, 12 films are split up between Phase 1 and 2. So, you could say that as the phases have gone further and further, and as they're producing more and more content and have more and more places to dish out the content, you know, being Disney Plus is a huge it plays a huge role in the content that we're seeing as well because I don't think they would ever incorporate you know TV shows because all the, the only other shows that they had were the Netflix series and as amazing as those Netflix series were they were kind of like you know the redheaded stepchild they were they were not really they they played a role in storytelling by expressing that yes these all take place in the same universe But up until Spider-Man No Way Home, none of these characters were ever incorporated into major storylines, major films, or any of that. We all know by now that in Spider-Man No Way Home, that the Daredevil makes an appearance. All of the reports that we're hearing is that the Daredevil is getting a fourth season on Disney+. Will it be as dark as gritty as what he was able to do on Netflix? I don't know. But he should be because that's the whole feeling of what the first three seasons gave us. And those first three seasons were fantastic. Even the Defenders, all of his stuff in Defenders was really, really good. They did very, very well with the Daredevil character. And to do less with him now is a... It's it's a... What's the word? Uh, not a dishonesty. A, uh, a dis... I can't think of it right now, but... It's it's a disjustice. It's 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 not right for that character or for us as fans to see him in any other light than how we've seen him in, in Netflix. And I'm also seeing the reports that the Punisher is making a comeback too. But will they give him the same limelight that Netflix gave him? I don't know. And that's upsetting to think that they're not going to because they're af- afraid of what all that violence would do. Those 
those shows were awesome on Netflix. And Netflix, even if they had to incorporate it into MCU canon, it still did really, really good for what they were giving us. Now, Hawkeye has also stepped into that light and shown us that even more characters are coming over from those shows because Hawkeye drops a cameo from the Kingpin, played by Vincent D'Onofrio. And it's a tremendous role that Vincent D'Onofrio has because he plays a really, really great Kingpin. And the fact that he's now involved in this and basically how the storyline goes is when Hawkeye was Ronin, the Kingpin was somebody he was trying to find and he was trying to stop. So... It's, all, it's now establishing that those shows, those four or five other shows, if you include Defenders, were all technically as well part of Phase 1, 2, and 3. Because they have to be canon in order for... Not even just canon, and we all knew that they were canon. But they now have to be incorporated even more so that Marvel has this rein in on them and they're pushing them for Disney+. Plus That they have to now be in some way, shape, or form involved in those first three phases by expressing that these characters are now making introductions into film and television. Daredevil being in No Way Home and Kingpin being in Hawkeye is huge steps forward in getting these characters back. So Hawkeye isn't just playing filler. He's not just playing torch passing. He's also playing kind of this this link between these shows that we wanted to, to get back and finally getting them reintroduced. So, Hawkeye as a whole was a great show, even though it could be considered filler to to, to, to my level of how I view it and how I approach it, how I just kind of... I kind of don't feel like I'm excited about it. I feel like I have to watch it to get story. I need to understand where everything goes because you don't skip chapters in a book. You don't skip issues of a comic if you're trying to read and get the story, you're not going to understand anything. You don't miss episodes of your favorite TV show, and I'm not missing anything that's involved in the multi in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I refuse to be missing anything. And the only thing that I haven't really done up to this point is finish the What If seasons because I don't think the majority of those are meant to be canon. And even if they are, they're not long, and I can watch them at any point in time I want. I just got to go and find them. But... For what Hawkeye is, I haven't heard anything about a second season, and I haven't heard about second seasons of any of these shows. So the only, I mean, except Loki. Loki has a season two planned. But that makes sense because the idea of the time traveling stuff with Loki and what that character is doing, it makes sense for that story to continue, especially with the cliffhanger it ended on. So it makes sense for that story to continue. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't make sense. WandaVision 2 doesn't make any sense. And a second Hawkeye doesn't make any sense. Unless they plan on doing the Kate Bishop spinoff and making another show because of that. But I highly doubt that. Simply because she's eventually going to be pushed into being a part of the Avengers team up. And I'm looking forward to that. Just like I'm looking forward to what they do with the new Black Widow. What they're doing with Ironheart and introducing the new Iron Man character. The torch passing for Black Panther, you know, Eternals coming back, Shang-Chi coming back, whatever the plan is for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm looking forward to all of it, but it really does boil down to you have to get caught up on everything. You have to watch everything like Moon Knight. I can't wait for Moon Knight. Moon Knight looks amazing and that's the next thing that's in line up until the release of Doctor Strange in a couple of months. So, 
it's smart to keep people wanting more. And I guess they're also making up for the year or two worth of content that they didn't do between Endgame and the second Spider-Man film and then the Black Widow film that kept getting pushed. So I do like that this year is filled with a lot. You know, we have three films planned. We have at least two two or three more shows there's some sort of, um, there's the Christmas special for Guardians of the Galaxy. I heard something about a Halloween special from something. I don't know what that is, but apparently that's all still this year. So 2021 was pretty good to us when it came to pushing forward. But I just, I still feel like it's all just filler. It's all just filler content to push forward. And eventually they're going to have to drop the ball and let us know what phase six would be or what the next avengers would be or what or what the whole thing moving forward is i mean figure captain america civil war was almost a separate avengers film that wasn't labeled as avengers if that's a plan as well in some way shape or form i'm all for that i'm all for just the incorporation of different characters in each other's films and doing it that way but we want Avengers. We want more of that. We don't just want those four films that made up the Infinity Saga as the Avengers ensemble. We want everything else that would come with that after the fact. The Avengers have to get back together at some point, and Kate Bishop, this character in Hawkeye, is a great new candidate for continuing to build that 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 army, the the, the Avengers team, and... I look forward to when they finally announce it, and I'm looking forward to everything else moving forward. Uh, I do appreciate what Hawkeye gave me. It's definitely one of the better of a lot of the content that they were pushing out. I'm, if I'm going to say between the the five shows that have been released through 2021, it's top three. You know, it definitely goes WandaVision, Hawkeye, Falcon, and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I know a lot of people probably put Loki as the first, but I'm sorry. W- WandaVision was tremendous, and... Hawkeye isn't better than WandaVision, but it's definitely a little bit better than Falcon and Winter Soldier's story, simply because, you know, I feel like Hawkeye was somebody that never got the chance. He never got any sort of character development. So giving him this show, even if it is torch passing, is the justice he deserved. Just as Black Widow deserved her own movie, it's unfortunate the movie that she got, because she definitely deserved better than that movie. But they did Hawkeye justice with this, and I gotta say that. I gotta give them the the kudos to saying that they definitely did Hawkeye justice with the show. 